Um, you know what? Actually, okay, here's the thing about taking time off. <laughs> it's off of work, but it's actually more tiring. Yeah. So my body has kind of a, um, like a rhythm, I guess you could call it, yep. like a schedule, yep. where the instant that I am out of the office, like off work, I get sick. Yes. Uh, yep. Yeah. I get absolutely the exact same thing. So, um, <laughs> so we were we we the Linus Media Group team anyway. Sorry, bro. Get wrecked. Uh, the Linus Media Group team had Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So we actually had six days continuously not in the office. Uh, most of us, uh, some one person opted to stay in and hold down the fort, which actually ended up being really helpful. Uh, so massive shout out to Alex P. Anyway, um, but anyway, um, within two days of those six, I was like sick as a dog. Um, the fourth day, I basically spent the morning in bed, and then I'm recovered enough to come to work today <laughs> because that's just the way my body handles things. It's like, well, you don't have to work, so surely you have nothing better to do than to just, like, recover or something. <laughs> the problem with that theory is that we had all kinds of things to do. So over the six days, I spent two of them watching my, uh, my ki two kids' two cousins. Okay. So we had five children in our house, uh, six and under, five of okay. them. <laughs> Two of the days, I was on a staycation, which sounds great when it's just you and your SO, but is more complicated when you have three children and you also intend to go up to Grouse Mountain and go sledding and okay. um, stuff, you know, with a six, four, and two-year-old. Yep. Um, I had three uh, Christmas dinners. <laughs> so there was my wife's family and then my family, and then my other more different fragmented part of my family. My family is like pretty, I mean, <laughs> they're cool. I love my family, but yo. Uh, <laughs> and then like, I, I'm sure there's other stuff. I was, I, was, I was supposed to get together with you last night. Yeah. We were supposed to just like bro out. Yeah. But apparently your Christmas time off was, aside from not being off, just sort of generally horrible too. Mine has, yeah, we've had a lot of health issues in the family, so. You're good, right? Yes, I'm worry fine. About that. Okay. I didn't have the sickness thing this time, which probably because I kept working. But cool. It's it's the same. It's the same thing. <laughs> no, that's terrible. <laughs> I mean, hey, there's a positive. That's uh, it's, not good. It's the same kind of thing where when I go to a show, yeah. if I get sick, I'll get sick the day after the show. We'll be sick for the weekend, and then we'll be totally okay again to go back to work. My body's like, it's okay. We're gonna flush all this out Saturday, Sunday. We're good. Monday, you're good to go. No problem. Oh man, um, I ate something weird last night and like didn't agree with my body at all. But I was okay. like, I don't think I'm actually sick. And then by the time I woke up, I was like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Yeah, was it turkey? It was actually chicken. Was it bad turkey? But it was. It wasn't. It wasn't like salmonella bad chicken. It. It was just like, I don't know. Huh. Just didn't like it for some reason. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So we've got a great show for you guys today, presumably. Obviously. I don't know. Haven't looked at the doc. It's great every time. Also, I just got logged out of my Google account. I hate how that happens. I was just looking at this doc. <laughs> it always happens mid-show. Anyways, RTX 2060 is apparently going to have six variants. Wow. 
just in case we uh, needed a little bit more confusion there. Chinese schools are enforcing uh, their kids to wear smart uniforms, which is that's that's wow. super fun. I have a feeling we'll talk about that for a while. Uh, there's an iOS update that disables cellular service on the 10R and 10S. Obviously, that's not on purpose. And I need some help. Um, this is super cool. What do you mean you need some help? Oh, yeah, no, do that one. Yeah, I need some help. Um, I built a DIY battery out of 1650 cells, and I'm a little bit stuck on why it is bottoming out at, um, what is it, Three point, it's about 3.91 volts per cell in my RC car. So I was hoping that uh, you guys might be able to help me with that. Could it be explained by one of the cells not being in? I don't think so because okay. I've already, you know what, we'll talk about it in more detail sure. later. Yeah. like the weirdest injury. Uh, did I tell you what happened to my yeah, knee? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So I was playing badminton and I didn't do anything in particular. Like I was just moving or something. Like it wasn't like on a, like a dive shot. Like I've hurt myself pretty badly diving for shots or like doing whatever. Um, but it was just a totally normal thing. But I was playing sick, but not like really sick, not like coughing or anything like that. Like I just kind of had kind of fatigue and I felt weak. Like do you ever have, do you ever kind of like wake up and you're not just feeling well. Lethargic days. And like your whole body's just like, I've yeah. You you would go to crush like an aluminum can, and you like wouldn't be able to do it. Be like like just your muscles are weak, and like it's just kind of weird. Like you just feel slow. And things like kind of hurt. Yeah. So I I felt kind of like that, and it's I felt like what happened was, I just like the muscles weren't strong enough to hold everything together, and it just kind of like popped funny. Um, and I've got kind of a history of joint issues, um, yeah. particularly with my knees. And so it's been a little disconcerting that it's taken this long to heal because that was over a month ago. But it is continuing to get better. And the answer seems to be, even though it hurts when I, like when I go hard on it, like with my, with my right leg, I can go all the way down and lift all the way up, no problem. With my left, like that's really, really hard. I was actually gonna say, probably need to do quad exercise. And it hurt a little bit, but the thing is that the more I keep just like doing my normal things that I do, like taking stairs two at a time, I always take stairs two at a time, and just like all the normal little things that I do, you know, stretching, ice, heat, blah, 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 blah. Every morning I wake up, it feels a little bit better and a little bit stronger. You know, there's this like meme going around kind of, yeah. it, I think I think it's not really a thing right now actually but it was like you're you're like a better person if you take stairs two at a time so it's funny that you brought that up i always take stairs two at a time really? it was like it was like a thing for a little while oh. but anyways um yeah no i it's i just more of an efficiency thing <laughs> that's the that's a big part of the point and like how it's more it builds muscle more and stuff but oh, anyways really? okay. um i i had knee problems for a long time working on quads helped it for me especially you brought up the like it doesn't feel like the muscles are strong enough to keep everything together yeah knee stabilizers was in your quads Oh, okay. Yeah. I can. I have this book. So maybe it was a leg injury. It might be. Oh, interesting. Maybe. But that's, there's been no pain it's, whatsoever. I'm not there. trained in any of this stuff. Yeah, I, I have no enough. idea. But I, I have a book 
from a doctor who's into this stuff called the supple leopard and it's all about sure. like keeping yourself prepared for physical activity and preventing problems and all this kind of stuff interesting um and it's like big and kind of a textbook thingy uh but it, it talks about all the different parts of your body and that's where i got a lot of stuff for fixing my knees interesting. and it was successful so maybe i can lend you that book or something all right well yeah. it'll have to be after the book of short stories by roald dahl that my sister gave me for christmas oh okay i actually i'm not sure if i'm gonna read them you know i read through <laughs> a lot of his stuff with my kids and some of it is utter horse crap oh like it is not not all of his books are very good. James and the Giant Peach is a stupid book. <laughs> and, you know, that's been an experience that I've had, going back and reading these children's stories with my kids. Stuart yeah. Little is trrash. It is hot garbage. Why? E.B. White had one good book in him. Because Charlotte's <laughs> Web is a masterpiece. Yeah. But Stuart Little, it's just about nothing. There is, there's just this rat that, like is in this family for some reason and he does some stuff and then it's over nobody learns anything nobody develops there's no real explanation given for why the hell is he there what are we trying to accomplish like he just he's in like a boat boat race or something and it's got like all these nautical terms in it that i'm like <laughs> i'm reading this out to my kids and i'm going do you guys have any idea what's going on they're like, yeah, I think it's a boat race. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Like, <laughs> And it's like really detailed and stuff. And I'm kind of sitting here going, like, no, th this isn't good. Why is this a children's classic? I I mean, maybe there just weren't, like, maybe books weren't as good back then. I don't remember Stuart Little at all. Oh, maybe, maybe that's part of the problem. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. It's the one about the mouse. That no, I, I knew family. that. And it's like, it's funny because their last name is Little and he's Little, I guess. Okay. All right. Sure. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. Sounds good. Are are people upset? People no, are upset. That you don't like Stuart Little? They're upset that I'm I not don't surprised. like Stuart Little. I'm not surprised. Because that's, that's something they would have been attached to from when they were kids, which is something people are very defensive about. People are like, about. he mouse. I know. It doesn't matter. I, I was using a denigrating term for him, okay? Because I think he's a little poo head. I think he's useless. Um... Like, welcome to Harry Potter. No, 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 no. Harry Potter holds up very well. Harry yeah, Potter is excellent. Actually. The that, movies. <laughs> the so first, some of the earlier movies okay, are a little rough. The third one's fine. But okay. there was a really awkward period in cinema in the early 2000s. Yes, yeah. When CGI was good enough for people <laughs> to want to play with it all the time and it, to be cool, but not good enough to be convincing. It was a bad, bad time. Honestly... Early 2000s was kind Okay, so I had never seen a Mission Impossible film. Okay. Have you ever seen a Mission Impossible? Yeah, yeah, but not recently. Okay. So I, I recently was like, I want to see the Mission Impossible movies. So I watched Mission Impossible 1, having actually seen a few episodes of the classic show, but a long time ago. So I was like familiar with the face covering technology and that the message will explode or whatever. Um, we used to have on our, we had satellite TV and we used to have like, um, this old timey channel that had all these old shows. So, uh, and you know, the funny thing about it is that with the way that the programming stacked up on some of the, the channels that had new stuff that you wanted to watch, like comedy central or whatever else we had American satellite TV. It was awesome. Um, that is pretty awesome. with the way that the programming would stack up, if you wanted to watch during an off time, this like classic 
show's channel actually was one of the best ones because it yeah. has primetime crap from the last 40, 50 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it would have like I Love Lucy, which is actually a great show. Holds up very well, at least when I was a teenager. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't yeah, watched anything recently. Yeah. Had So it had like I Love Lucy. It had um, what's that really good one with Archie Bunker, Edith Bunker, All in the Family. All in the family, like just like these older shows, and and it, they would so they would show um, Mission Impossible from time to time. Anyway, the point is, I watched the first one, really enjoyed it. A little bit unconventional, um, you know. There were some things that were a little bit hard to follow along with, but I was like, okay, cool. This sets me up well to watch the next one. The next one was terrible. I couldn't even believe it. I was halfway through the movie. I, no, I think it was forty-five minutes in, and I was I. I turned to my wife. I was like, hey, so I guess, like, the plot's starting now. Um, so that's cool. Maybe we're going to go somewhere <laughs> from here. And then it just doesn't. It's like, it's everything that was bad about an 80s action flick, except it was made in, like, 2001. <laughs> M.I. Maybe that's why people liked it, though. It reminded them of the older movies. So here's the thing. Because sometimes that can work. Um, oh, damn it. Possible to let's find out what year that was. Ah, uh, blah blah. 2000. Two thousand. Okay, so here's the thing. It was actually 84%. the biggest commercial success of the series, in spite of getting panned okay. by critics. Yeah. Although people say that at the time people were quite a bit more forgiving, um, and in spite of just just being, it's it's awful. And I, I okay, maybe there were things about it that were a little bit more groundbreaking at the time. But, um, I mean, it was directed by... Uh, okay. Was this the one where they have the fake faces? Mission Impossible is the... Yeah, it was directed by John Woo. Okay, you don't know who John Woo is? Okay. Um, <laughs> here, hold on a second. Do you? Yeah, he does. Okay. Of course he does. Who doesn't know John, John Woo? Well, I, I don't know, man. Okay, did you ever see Face Off? No. Ah, oh, man. But I've seen parts of it. Um... Okay, whatever. The point is, lots of doves <laughs> flying around, lots of slow motion that doesn't really make a ton of sense, lots of, like, flying kicks through the air. Um, so, like, a very acrobatic yeah. sort of uh, plot is less important than style approach. He mostly does Asian films. I was going to say, I haven't seen any of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, no, no. You wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have heard of most of this stuff. Like, there's... Okay. Uh, he's worked with Chow Yun-Fat a bunch. And anyway, the point is... It, the movie seems to be more about Tom Cruise's hair and how majestically it flows in the wind okay. and less about any kind of advancement of plot. Okay, spoiler alert. Not that I'm saying anyone should watch this movie anyway. It's <laughs> awful. Um, so spoiler alert. Here comes the plot. Um, there's some MacGuffin that sure. is bad. Yep. And there was a guy trying to transport aforementioned MacGuffin. Yep. Um, in his bloodstream. It's a disease MacGuffin. Okay. Okay. So he's like... Yeah. Okay. So the plane he's on gets hijacked. He dies. They steal the MacGuffin. But oh no, it turns out they only got half of it. So stuff was actually happening at the beginning. But none of this is really explained. Because with the aforementioned face covering malarkey... Yes. Um, it seems like Tom Cruise is actually the guy stealing the MacGuffin up until he rips off the face. We have no idea who this guy's, uh, guy is and he just kind of takes off. You're like, okay, but like stuff's happening. Okay, so all that happens in like the first five minutes. Over the entire rest of the movie, literally all that happens is they, 
Wait, am I getting the am I getting the third one and the second one confused now? What the hell does happen in the second one? Right. She okay, so he convinces the guy's ex to help him seduce the guy who like has it. And then she gets in with him, but then he figures out she's working with Tom Cruise. And then ultimately he, he captures her and she takes the MacGuffin, which she has now for some reason during a firefight, injects it into herself. And then um, there's like this weird car chase. And then Tom Cruise and the bad guy literally joust with motorcycles, leap off their motorcycles, collide in the air. Nice. And then fist fight to the death. Nice. And then they get the cure from him because he had the cure but not the disease. And then they cure her. That is two hours of cinema. <laughs> and Tom Cruise's hair is admittedly Just majestic. wonderful the whole time. Yes. like On point. His stylist must have had the, <laughs> the, the, the hairspray. No, not, not hairspray because it was too... It was too beautiful too for hairspray. Yeah. My, something. I don't know what product they were using in his hair, but if they could bottle that and sell it. That should have been a main ad. Like product placement throughout the whole film. It right. just should have just like gone hard with he it. He had a comb though. He had a comb. He was like right out of frame the entire time. Guarantee yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should have been the first person on the credits list. I don't remember what I was talking about. Anyway. Right. <laughs> so the third movie is then directed by... Um, What's his face? Star Trek and Star Wars. J.J. Abrams? Yeah, thank you. J.J. Abrams. <laughs> yes! I got one! <laughs> so I forget where I was going with this, but these three movies have the least in common, like, thematically, like, the oh, yeah. tone, the style, that I have ever seen in any sequels at all. They just have nothing to do with each other. So the first one is kind of like a spy thriller. There's almost no violence. Okay. The second one is just like people punching each other endlessly. And wonderful hair. And then, and wonderful hair. And then the third one plays kind of like your, your bog standard modern action flick. Like it's, 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 it's sort of well shot, like artfully shot, but it doesn't try too hard. Hold on, pause, hard. pause, pause, pause. Someone now? said, where did Luke get his shirt? Oh, that's funny. Um, well. We should come back to this. I'm glad you asked. But I just thought that was really good timing. Or not timing, but it's a really good question. On LTTstore.com, that is one of the newest designs. It's called Constellation. Constellations. It's not even that expensive. And if this guy that's not bad. wears it, then surely you could also wear it. Yeah. I'm and it looks at... really cool and like neutral, so it doesn't look like you're super shilling for a brand. But there's a little LTT on the back, and... It's hard to see on me, but if you zoom in on him, you can you can see an LTT. So there's a very subtle, like, connected stars thing going on. This guy barely looks like he can get out of bed in the morning. Like, look at him. If we zoom in on his pupils, he's probably high. <laughs> Did I not tell you yeah. about this? No, yeah, we saw it last okay. time. <laughs> That's so epic. I think... The first one I did was this one. So I think this is the one that's the worst because they're still the most dilated. Look oh, how yeah. big this one is. Oh, yeah. It's like that's my amazing. Whole eye. Anyway, oh, that's not great. really the point. I'm kind of done talking about Mission Impossible anyway. I don't really remember. Okay, but you didn't get to the. So the first one's not very spy based. The yeah. second one's action and great hair. Yeah. What's the third one? The third one is just like a modern. Like it could just as easily be a Bond or Jason Bourne movie. Okay. It's just like... So it's a J.J. Yeah, Abrams film. Very, yes. Okay. But not that much lens flare. Like, I didn't notice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, 
one thing that I will say that they did a, not high. a much better job of in the third one, and this is something that I think is really hard for movies in, gen in general. So we're actually getting a, kind of into an on-topic discussion. Wow. <laughs> I knew we were going to get there. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> How to handle having high tech in your films without it immediately dating it three years later when someone goes to watch it and they go, oh, that's silly. Mm. So the first Mission Impossible has this great scene where they're talking about like, you know, if I'm going to be involved, I'm going to need all the great hardware. You know, I want those prototype laptops with the 686s. And I went, holy crap. This was made at the time when the 386 or 486 was the top of the line and everyone just figured Intel was going to keep calling them <laughs> number 86. <laughs> like, whoa, <That's> whoa, <laughs> dang. So technically they had laptops with unreleased processors. Yeah, that never got released. Yeah, they maybe never got made, but they also were never released. And that was something that the third one did a much better job of. Okay. Because satellites were and will continue to be a thing that yeah. tracks locations and can get imagery. It might do and, more stuff, but it'll still be a satellite. But like it'll still be a satellite. Yeah. Um whereas like the kind of the kind of hacking that you see in older sort of tech centric movies drives me just absolutely Oh okay. Nuts. But have you seen hackers? I actually still haven't. You keep telling me to watch it. I it's so good because it's so bad. But they like know that it's so bad and they just run with it. And that I can appreciate. Right. When, when they try to play it off as like, this is hardcore and totally real. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But when they like, we're going through the data and you're basically like flying in a ship through a city of like columns of floating text. And they're like, where's the file? And they have to like find it and like... Oh man, that that I like. That that is fantastic. When they're like, "Okay, showing real hacking is super boring." So we're just going to make it very obvious that this isn't real and have fun with it. That's cool. Uh speaking of movies that had fun with it, I finally saw Ready Player Hack One. The Gibson. Okay, haven't seen it. What do you think? You still haven't seen it? No. I read the book a long time ago, but I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, okay. There were some obvious flaws. Okay. I've actually heard very mixed reviews, so I'm interested. There were very obvious flaws. Like they they had a lot of fun with the the idea of people in VR looking like complete idiots in real life. Okay. Do you care about spoilers? No, because I read the book. Okay, cool. So during and guys, I'll be pretty vague with this. So during some kind of situation where a lot of people are charging in one direction. Okay. You could probably know yeah, what point of the I've, I've got movie a that is. Couple guesses, but book. mainly one. Um. There's there's a cutaway where they show the real world and everyone's in the real world wearing their headsets charging down the street, right? Yeah. But they, okay. Yep. So they conveniently <laughs> ignore that, and there's so there's one part where someone gets like hit by something. This is very early on. Someone gets hit by something, and that zeroes out their account or whatever, and they fall backwards off their couch in the real world. Um, and it kind of goes, okay, but what about the preceding five minutes when they were leaping around? That wouldn't have worked in this living room. So they like, they took artistic liberties. They had fun yeah, with yeah, yeah. the aspects yeah, yeah. of the concept that were convenient when it was convenient and just ignored it otherwise. See, that's probably fine. But it seemed self-aware enough to me that I was okay with it. Yeah. They also, they, I think that something that some people, whether they like to admit it to themselves or not, 
probably did not appreciate about it is that it did poke fun at gamers. Okay. In a pretty if you are if you are even remotely capable of reading the subtext of a book or you know an email or a movie you're like you're pretty aware of it like the the badass guy that's like the enforcer um and this is again this is very early on the actual person i'm assuming the actual person has like kind of a chronic neck thing and like so is probably not in great health but like lives in this escapist you know dream world where he's like the keeper of the mighty artifacts or whatever yeah and so it's got kind of a, it's got a scent of you know the south park world of warcraft guy okay about it yeah and the whole movie does okay things i liked they casted just normal people which i thought was really cool the love interest is a like moderately attractive normal chick and the guy the the, the hero is like I, I actually can't tell if he's moderately attractive. I have kind of a hard time yeah. with that. He's not repugnant. Like, I can I can tell that. Which for guys seems to usually be, like, you're kind of fine. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I can tell. As far as I could tell, he was just, like, a pretty lucky, normal dude. Um, apparently, she's supposed to be... I think we both... Apparently, she's supposed thing. to be, like, super unattractive in the book. So if I remember correctly, yeah. The best they could manage for that was she has a birthmark on her face, which is interesting. So um, my daughter has a birthmark on her face, which if that's sort of the Hollywood standard for really <laughs> ugly, I guess sort of has a bit of a personal personal meaning to me. Yeah. Uh, apparently the lead was the... Um... Oh. Sorry, one second. No worries. Lol, okay. Apparently the lead is about as attractive as me. So, oh, that's a shame. Wait, did uh, she? No, that's this. Okay. No. I was like, no, no. whoa. <laughs> okay, all right. Um. Anyway, so, so I, I forget where I was going with this. So, I turned my brain off and had fun for okay. two hours. Okay. Uh, but. I can do that with movies. But like I kind of went into it with really high expectations because the book is really famous. Technology enthusiasts and gamers, we don't really get a lot of movies. People are upping you now. There's like they're upping the me. What's up mean? Minus is attractive. Oh, Eleven thanks. out of ten. Um, yeah, it's fine. I, I don't care. I'm married already. Like the 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 yoke and harness or whatever is already on for both of us for better or for worse yeah um so so shoot where was i going with that right we don't get a lot of movies so we got like that tron movie there was that warcraft movie you mean nerds gamers nerds and gamers yeah 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 like we don't get we a lot of many stuff good that's, ones too because that's the yeah. problem yeah a lot of, a lot of movies made around a, what is happening Guys, are you pranking us? Oh, that's a notification. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was so confused for a second. Um, a, a lot of movies based around games just end up being super horrible. Oftentimes, uh, not often. Have you heard about that one director? Um, Ubal. Yes. 
Yes, I think he's made a lot of movies based around games, yes. right? Uh, so that's like a problem. And if we could stop doing that, that would be great. Um, but like, yeah, a lot of them are garbage. Okay, so we've got people in chat that are making arguments for good ones. Wreck-It Ralph was fantastic. I haven't seen the second one yet. Yeah, I don't know that's, if it's any good. Yeah, um, But true. then I'll watch almost any animated movie from DreamWorks or Pixar and probably enjoy it. Um, there was another one here that I thought was really important to bring up. Ah, uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Alex J. Hasty over on Floatplane says, we get Marvel movies? Uh, no, we get no. a Marvel movie. They're all the same movie. And okay. I really like them. I watch them. Okay, for one, yes. But Marvel, Marvel movies, if we're talking about... See, there's a little bit of a mix between movies for nerds and movies for gamers. But also, I would like to add in there, Marvel movies are very borderline for nerds. Yeah. They're kind of for everyone. They're they're action movies. Yeah. Like, there's, uh, there's they no... They are also for nerds, for sure. But, like, they're action And am I, am I missing the boat here? Or are there not actually a ton of inside jokes? I've uh, yeah, I've seen some references and stuff. I'm not super deep into comics. There are a few superheroes that I know like probably a disproportionate amount about. Sure. But not a ton. Um and yeah, I don't see a huge amount of them. There's some references like I know in the Deadpool movie, uh that's that's one that I I know probably a little bit more than average about. I know yeah. less than average about most of them. Um I did notice a few things for sure. Yeah. But they're usually handed to you. Right. Yeah. Like, it's not even really a reference. Yeah. It's just like, this is something in the universe. Hello, here it is, very clearly. So, Jay On, or however I pronounce this, says, Marvel movies are for nerds, kind of like the Big Bang Theory is for nerds. In that nerds will get the joke and they'll know the characters, but, like, it's more of a mainstream entertainment product that was sort of built on a thing that was traditionally for nerds. I think that's a bit of an extreme example, because it's... I know a lot of nerds that don't like Big Bang Theory, and I don't know a lot of nerds that are, like, Marvel movies are too mainstream and stuff. I know a lot of nerds that are like, Marvel movies are all exactly the same and really boring. Well, Big Bang Theory, though, has the issue where it kind of crosses the line into offending nerds a fair bit. That's what I'm That's what I'm kind of trying to say. But it's, yeah. it's for nerds in the sense that, like, I get all the jokes. Yeah. 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 But then, like, so does my mom. Silicon Valley is awesome. Yes, Silicon Valley is awesome. I actually haven't seen anything since uh, What's-His-Face... Um, behaved like an idiot and got kicked off the show. Uh, no, it's been a while. I, I sat in Austin Evans' house and watched like the first two seasons, but other than that, I haven't seen any of it. <laughs> I've only seen the first two seasons, okay. if I recall yeah. correctly. So, um, you know what? We should really do our sponsors for the show today. Yeah. Uh, as much as I'm having fun talking about absolutely no tech news, we're going to do the sponsors, <laughs> and then maybe we'll do some topics. Sure. And I'm having this teriyaki premium beef jerky. Savage jerky. Jerky made with the best ingredients without nitrates or preservatives with a goal to create a snack that is full of flavor and spice that isn't bad for you. I know Linus and I especially like their barbecue sauce. The barbecue uh, sauce is really nice. Barbecue sauce is Anything primo. Anything moho is good. The maple buffalo bacon. What? Hey, Colton, can you hear me? Colton! Colton, we need more maple buffalo bacon! Yeah. 
we, we need more maple buffalo bacon. Yeah, mojo jalapeno is my favorite one, but they're um, all like legitimately really good. Uh, there's 13 different flavors, which include sriracha bacon, maple buffalo bacon, and other ones that we've mentioned. Uh, the Carolina Reaper, which we don't have, but we have the ghost pepper one, mm-hmm. um, uses one of their hottest peppers in the world. The and Carolina this weekend Reaper. only. That's the hot sauce, by the way. This weekend only. If you buy what? three or more bags of jerky and use offer code Holiday Swag. It shows in all, all caps here, so I'm, I'm not sure. Do it in all caps just in case. You can receive a free swag bag and a sample bag of Moho for free oh, nice. at samplejerky.com. Or savagejerky.com, sorry. <laughs> samplejerky.com. <laughs> Definitely savagejerky.com, not sample jerky. PIA? Mm-hmm. PIA is pretty cool and stuff. I used it yesterday because I was trying to book flights. And I was trying to... While I was booking flights, they upped the cost by $100. And I was like, Were you able really? to PIA it away? Uh, no, actually. Really? Unfortunately. It didn't oh, work that time. Rats. We do have experience of it working in that scenario. Yep. But I think the reason why the cost went up wasn't my own searches. It was that I tried to buy the thing so many times. I was trying to buy it on Expedia, and it failed on checkout six or seven times. And then it went up by $100. And then later on it worked. So that is known in the biz as a Super self-own. Self-own? Yep. You self-owned. Oh, yeah. Kind yeah. of. Self-own. Yeah. But it's their no, site not self-owned. working. Ah! No, not self-owned. No. But it's their site not working. That was the problem. So I'm kind of kind of cheesed about that. Did you clear your cache? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all... I, I did all the things, and it Uh-oh. didn't work. But I think what? it was because... Uh, Samplejerky.com? Is this owned even? Now, hold on just a minute here. <laughs> It's available! No way! Samplejerky.com. Yeah, that won't be there long. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not go there. Oh, goodness. Yeah. It's going to be a bad scene. I guarantee it. <sighs> um, or someone's just going to buy it and like, link it to the forum or something. That seems to happen pretty often. Yeah, sometimes we get white knights. Sometimes we get less white knights. <laughs> yes, that is um, also, LTD store? We did already talk about it. But. Yeah, also uh, the LTD store. Guys, you should check out... Um, Buy cool shirts like this one. Yeah, check out our dank new merch. Uh, we also have cable ties and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, John Jono says, yes, I am working on getting you more maple bacon. Very nice. Thank you. Very nice. Please get a big box this time. Yeah. You should remind users to move their floatplane subs from the forum to floatplane site. Wow. It's really interesting that you brought that up. Thank I didn't, you. I didn't for, bring that up. Uh, also, no, we're not someone, screen sharing with you. Someone cha- that's fine. That's oh, actually okay. fine. I'm just going to read it out. Sure. Um, uh, no, I, I know you didn't. So, someone in the, <laughs> in the floatplane chat was being very helpful and reminding me. Um, so, yeah, we are not going to be doing float plane subscriptions through the forum. There has been some questions about this. If you are a bronze, silver, or gold subscriber, you're fine. You have your own little loophole. You don't have to do anything. Everything's okay. Um, just relax. You're good. Um, if you are subscribed, there are some steps that you need to go through. Those steps will be in the description of the video. Yeah, uh, they're down on, there now, actually. On on YouTube, and you can also find them if you just go to the forum and go to uh, the like LMG official section or whatever it's actually called. I think it's LMG, LTT official section. Um, and then there's a pinned post called Floatplane Subscriptions and Migrating to Floatplane.com. There's a step-by-step process. It goes through everything you need to do. 
If you are a yearly subscriber, there is also a step where you need to give us an email, but you need to do all the steps before that, which include canceling your subscription on the forum, uh, and there's instructions on how to do that, creating or signing into your floatplane.com account, subscribing to whatever creators you want to support, and just watching cool stuff because you you just paid to do that. Uh, if you are a yearly subscriber, you also need to send us an email because then we'll grant you whatever uh, roughly whatever amount of remaining months you had left on your yearly. And on January 31st, if you are currently subscribed, on January 31st, you are getting free two months. This is to help, this is to give people a little gift for dealing with the annoyances of needing to cancel and resubscribe somewhere else. And it's to cover whatever amount of little bit of subscription someone on a monthly might have, or uh, for yearly subscribers who don't currently have a yearly option on flippin.com. Unfortunately, it will be coming very soon, but it's not there yet. Uh, so that's to try to like make that a little bit nicer of a transition because yearly subscriptions right now, it's up to the creators, but the only one that had one was Linus Media Group. And the way that they did it was you were basically paying for 10 months instead of 12. So the two months gap, you know, see how that works? It makes up for that for now. So in the end, you're benefiting regardless of what situation you're in. You're not losing anything. We had a bunch of emails of people being like, does this mean I lose the months on my year? Nope, 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 nope. You're being totally taken care of. Everyone will be gaining free subscription time. Uh, so yeah, it's all good. So check out that link um, and move your subscription over to floatplane.com because we will be killing all current subscriptions as in we will not be allowing them to renew as of December 30th or 31st, around there, depending on what time zone you're in. So, yeah, check it out, do it up, send us an email. We have been getting a lot more emails than we suspected, so you might not get responded to absolutely immediately, uh, but Joe and I are on it pretty hardcore, so you should get a response fairly quickly. Um, and, yeah, there you go. So the RTX 2060 is rumored to be coming. This comes from uh, videocards.com. Look, we're doing an actual tech topic. Hey! Someone already bought SampleJerky.com, by the way. I see that. This looks like it's going to be just about the most confusing card to ever exist. Whoa. And this is in a world where, what's it called? That stupid one that uh, AMD just did. The uh, RX 580 2048 SP or whatever. Yeah. The, the one that's basically a 2070 overclocked. Yeah. This is in a world where that exists. So... The RTX 2060, not to be confused with the rumored GTX 1160, both of which will occupy that mid-price tier, is rumored to be available with 6, 4, or 3 gigs of memory. And it can be either GDDR6, GDDR5, for either of them. So Gigabyte, according to an entry in the Eurasian Economic Commission, <laughs> is preparing... 40 RTX 2060 graphics cards because you got to remember oh my god I didn't even think about this yeah because you got your wind force oh, no. and your Aorus and you got your gaming and you got your like whatever other series and this is just gigabyte remember EVGA they're the kings of taking every card the they win. have for the win plus OC, yeah OC SO super for OC for the win OC edition super OC plus for the win kingpin edition blah 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 uh, so this is ridiculous. This, all this does, like we have been railing against confusing naming schemes for a very long time over here. Oh my God. All this does is create consumer confusion. Like there's a few here that we need. 
Mini ITX, sure. Do we really need a GDDR6 and GDDR5 version of that? Is it possible that Gigabyte is just covering all their bases here? Because I know that what we would see sometimes is particular models. Because there might be, there might be like, oh, like PC part picker, whatever, always recommends like one of these types. So they don't want to get left out of that type. Mm -hmm. So they're just going to be every oh. type. See, or the I, build a PC subreddit, oh, or wow. the uh, building suggestion, building and planning yeah. line of sight tips forum. All these guys are going to kind of like glom onto a type. Oh, it's the best value if you get like this much RAM and this type of RAM. So, so they you should buy that kind. They can create the SKUs now and then just focus on whatever's working later. Yeah, so they might not end up mm. making a ton of each one. Yeah. But I think I think they'll shift manufacturing to whatever one becomes a major thing. This is insane though. Like that's. The skew mess around this is going to be nuts. And if you're not super into computers, this is going to be a big problem. The other issue here is that one of my problems with manufacturers calling different products pretty much the same thing, because they're all RTX 2060. All they had to do was make the GDDR6 ones 2060 Ti or something. Sample jerky redirects to Savage Jerky now. The guy that bought it is a cool dude. That's funny. And samplejerky.com redirects to savagejerky.com. <laughs> That's hilarious. Thank you very much, um, man. So all they had to do was call that one a TI or something. Yeah. And then they can go, okay, now it has either three, four, or six gigs of RAM. But as soon as- Because TI, people kind of get TI now. Yes. TI's not that bad. TI's okay. It's been around for a while. People are used to Titanium. it. Titanium. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Titanium. It's hard. Yeah. No? Yeah. It's a good uh, thing. <laughs> but this, all this does is make it so that the only way to differentiate one card from another is through the manufacturer part number, something that very rarely even ends up in a product description on a website. So if you're looking for reviews of the RTX 2060, you might find a review, and we've seen this strategy, <laughs> you might find a review of the RTX 2060 GDDR6 overclocked thing, because that's what the manufacturer sampled to all the press, and then you might see that and go, well, that can't be that different from the three gig GDDR5 non-overclocked one. But the thing is that we might be looking at, even if that performance delta is only like 10%, 12%, 15%, let's say it's somewhere in that range. You look at how compressed the mm -hmm. stacks of technology products have become, and those are completely different products now. 10% difference in performance is not the same product anymore. And it's very frustrating to me that we get the same name assigned to both of them. Now, to be clear, I don't blame Gigabyte for this. I blame no. NVIDIA for this. Yeah. 100%. Because Gigabyte's it, just trying to cover themselves and be like, whichever one of these goes gangbusters, we need to be ready for it. If I was the product manager at Gigabyte, I'd do the same thing. Yeah. I'd be ready to go with all of it. I would be really frustrated about it, but I would do the same thing. I know, this is just yet another example of NVIDIA's arrogance. Like, they just don't give a crap. Like, the amount of extra headache and cost that this adds for their partners to have to support all of these SKUs, it just doesn't make any sense. Because the thing about it is that you'll get this price sheet, and the manufacturer already knows. They already know which ones are the focus models. Yeah. Then just get rid of the other stuff. Why are we doing this? Yeah. I don't know. I gave Asus a hard time about this a few years ago. So... This was pre-RGB. This was back in like, back when they were doing that weird gold thing. Um, 
with like that kind of tacky yellowy gold, which is funny because that got like really hot shortly after anyway. <laughs> and I was like, I was telling them, look, you guys sell like three boards, okay? In the mainstream lineup, Let's, uh, leaving out ROG. You've got your dash A or like your, your blank one. So your P whatever, chipset name D, A or just with nothing. Yeah. You got that one. Then you've got your whatever pro, which is usually that one with like a couple features, like raid support or something like that. Then you've got your deluxe, which is your Cadillac board. Everything else, and there's, obviously you need a micro ATX one or whatever, but all the other ATX boards, and there would be like nine in the lineup, would sell drips and drabs, and those three are moving the vast majority of the volume. And I was like, look, wouldn't it be a better idea at this point? Because this was at a time when NZXT was starting to take off as a case manufacturer and they were like offering like all these colors of their cases. Wouldn't you be better off just taking like the two boards that sell the vast majority of your volume, the pro and the regular, and just doing like four different colors of them at this point? I mean, people are buying motherboards more based on fashion decisions already. And this was back like five, six, seven years ago. Yeah. People are buying motherboards more based on fashion decisions than based on performance and features anyway, because there's no differentiating left anymore. So why not just give the people what they want? Give them a bunch of color options. Because back then, if you wanted blue and black, you bought MSI. If you wanted green and black, you bought Gigabyte. DFI was dead already, so there was no orange and black or yellow and black. And then ASUS was generally like, Kind of that weird, uh, well, this was the gold era, but before that, it was like that weird powder blue, and then they had white, and then they also had black. I mean, everyone kind of like moved past that because they're like, yeah, we'll just RGB illuminate everything, and then it's not really a problem. But uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of fun. agree with a lot of that. Um, I'll do it at the very end. Um, and like one, one of the problems with this too is is like I kind of understood for a while when they had skew differentials between RGB and non-RGB because you could legitimately save some money having non-RGB options. And there's quite a few people. I don't think it's, I actually can't even tell. I don't necessarily think it's the majority right now, but I think there's a fair amount of people that don't really care yeah. and would rather not pay for it. It's, there's def, That subset, I know it exists. I, I don't think it's the Hard majority. To quantify. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I understand those skews as well. So like, do you have those differentiators for these you already have like 40 that's going to be a really hard thing to push now it's going to be really hard and especially because unless you have like a reasonably deep understanding of pcb design you're not going to be able to tell the difference between a strix and a rog and a gaming and a whatever else so it's all just kind of sold on these sort of weird features like ultra durable whatever that means yeah yeah and, and like i i honestly think nvidia is attacking their own base here because this is going to make buying an nvidia product really really confusing buying an amd product not that confusing and buying a console the most understandable thing there is hmm. i'm not even like i know i know i'm sorry but like actually a big part of the reason why people don't like buying computers is like i just want to play a freaking game cross-platform play is much more popular these days mm -hmm. xbox is literally just a computer now you can use a keyboard and mouse on it um if you're like wow i really don't have a ton of time to like research this stuff and build my own thing and now buying it even buying a graphics card from one brand there's 40 different options for one type of gpu like what the heck 
Just get me whatever that'll work. I don't know. It's interesting. I often allow myself to forget how overwhelming learning something all new can be. Yeah. So I've recently been learning about DIY lithium batteries. Why? I wanted to soup up my kids' power wheels, but also I was just interested. Um, and so I've learned a whole bunch of stuff. It's better to spot weld. It's yeah. you lay them out like this. You need to make sure that your bus bars run in such a configuration. Have you been welding? Mm, no. Okay. I will. Oh. I actually just got my roll of zinc, which I have to verify is actual zinc, um, because a lot of the places on like AliExpress or whatever will sell you rolls of zinc that are actually just zinc-coated steel. So mm. what you have to do is you have to rub it, put it in some salt water, make sure it doesn't rust, make sure it's actual zinc. So I've got that. Um, anyway, so the so so the, the one that I showed, I think I sent it to you. Did I send you my weird DIY battery? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So that I made uh, just soldering. And soldering 18650 cells is not ideal because heating them up is bad. There's like this very thin membrane at the end of the cell um, that if you damage, and it can be easily damaged by heat, can basically cause it to fail, which can be really bad because it's a lithium battery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the the problem with my battery, well, there's a couple problems with my battery anyway. I just I just I wanted to see if it would work as uh, as a pack for my RC car because I wanted to go from 2s to 3s, which basically just spins the motor 50% faster. Um, it can wear out your gearbox, it can wear out your motor, but I don't really care. The mo the motor's already kind of rat bagged anyway because I was driving around in the dirt and I got some like sand stuck in it so like it sucks and okay. I have to replace it anyway okay. um, and the gearbox I'm not too worried about 3S as long as you don't hit the throttle too hard it's not a problem so anyway I just wanted to just proof of concept know if it works so I grabbed a power cord that I could just sacrifice that I didn't need stripped it grabbed the copper and it's stranded copper wiring which I didn't see coming but I was pretty annoyed when yeah. I figured that out yeah. I wanted solid solid core but whatever it doesn't matter it worked um, so I grabbed this stranded copper wiring and I made myself a battery pack out of it um, That's pretty awesome. And I couldn't use I didn't my. I was stranded. Uh, I couldn't use my. Um, ah, I forgot. Vruzend. Like my Vruzend kit. Because it would be too bulky to fit in the car. Mm. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this. Like proof of concept. Um, and so the, the reason. Okay, so the other problem is my, my joints are really cold. They're cold solder joints, which means they're like kind of lumpy. Like it didn't completely melt properly. They're not as strong. But the reason I did that was I didn't want to heat them up too much. And this was just like proof of concept. These are cells that I harvested from a failed uh, battery pack from the Tesla Model S um, radio flyer, right on. So I left it out in the cold or something because I forgot it in the garage. And a couple of the cells failed. So I ripped it apart and then just checked the voltages of all of them. Like a couple of them died, but the rest of them were all still well within normal margins. They were at like 3.92. So they were very usable. So I made a pack out of these, so they're kind of disposable, sort of. Um, and I was sort of tinkering with them. Anyway, um, so the end game is to spot weld. So you use zinc strips and then you, you spot weld. But it's, it's so funny because going into this, so I've learned a lot already, but then now, you're not getting into um, you're not getting into like batteries so much. You're getting into like spot welders land now. Yeah. So there's, there's a whole new like thing I got to do. So Careful okay, fumes. you can okay like yes, seriously that too. But even just making it, even getting to the point of spot welding something, you can buy spot welders, but they're all kind of designed, as far as I can tell, like the countertop ones are designed kind of with a specific purpose. Like they have a thing and you like hold something yeah. up to it. Whereas all the guys that are DIYing them out of like car batteries and capacitors 
are on an arm that you can make your battery out of. So I'm kind of sitting here going, why doesn't that exist as a prepackaged thing? Maybe it does, but it's probably on eBay somewhere. And are they reputable? I have no idea. Everyone recommends building your own, but no one actually has. Look, it's all itemized. Here's exactly the thing out of the, let's say 40 bloody part numbers. Here's the exact thing that actually works exactly right for you. So I'm like, I'm, I'm on this whole new journey of discovery now just to figure out how to spot weld the damn battery together. And I don't even know if it's going to work well. So this comes back to <laughs> helping me figure out what's wrong with my battery. So I actually have a draft post because I still needed to check a couple things uh, over on Arma Forum. Um, whoops, there we go. So configure this 3S3P, charge voltage reads correctly, about 12.6 volts, but the car auto powers off after just a few minutes um, with the battery at, and I needed to double check this. That's why I haven't actually posted this yet, but it's somewhere in the neighborhood of like 11.8 volts, which is not low enough. It should hold for much longer. And so I know enough just enough like it's just enough to be dangerous so i know that you know when a load increases you can get a drop in voltage but i have a hard time imagining that the pack dropped in voltage so much that it would um that it would trigger the low voltage protection in the car that keeps your lithium batteries from from over draining themselves and becoming damaged especially because i'm running a 3s pack instead of a 2s pack so i have 50 percent higher voltage in the first place it's not like the balance leads actually connect to the car so it has no way of knowing how many cells i'm running unless it just assumes based on your initial voltage that you want to go down to some value x minus y okay so i thought maybe this is like a v droop issue but then why is it that out of the gate i can i can yeah hit it yeah. and it's fine. Oh, no, 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 that, sorry, that wasn't the issue there. Could be a V-droop issue, right. The other issue was I thought maybe the individual cells, I'm tripping their overcurrent protection. But then out of the gate, why does it work fine? And then why does it cut off later? There might be, there might be overcurrent protection like lag almost. <sighs> I doubt it. I doubt it too. Because that would generally be heat activated. And the way that that works is that it won't work again until you cool off. And all I have to do is unplug and replug and it goes. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Then, and these uh, ones should be fine for Hydra anyway. I pulled them out of a ride-on car. Like, right. It theoretically should be fine. It's just yeah. a little RC thing. Anyway. Well, one thing the chat brought up and I would bring up as well is uh, look into maybe th maybe there's like a spray foam solution or something, uh, but like fire protection from the batteries. Hmm? Oh, I charge in an insulated no, uh, metal they're box. Running. Oh, I don't care. If that car blows up, I give exactly zero Fs. All right. Oh, cool. Any blueberry? I don't think so. Oh, that sucks. I'm bringing them over to Whitney. Like, almost um, everyone else is gone. I'm good. Aaron didn't take them for like once. Oh, wow. There's one blueberry. Okay, I'm good. Thank you. What, you guys? Oh, so now it's just my problem to get yes. rid of it. Yeah. I traded, I traded like <laughs> three minutes of my time for one Timbit. Try not to be wasteful. <laughs> anyway. What's up? This guy says lithium cells can only provide a few amps. No, it's not true. There's lithium cells that can provide quite a few amps. Yes, I know lithium polymers are lighter. They're also more dangerous. Um, I don't really want to work with them. Um, I wouldn't want to work with them either. They're sweet. Lipo is awesome. But Yeah. Are we going through uh, uh, Super Chats? Um, no. 
I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Are we done? I kind of think so. Holy crap, we're yeah. done. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the smart uniforms like really I'm, fast? I'm down, yeah. RC Mail. Uh, this is originally from abc.net.au. This is amazing. 11 schools in the province of, I have no idea how to pronounce that, Guizhou? Guizhou? Sure. Sure. Have introduced smart uniforms embedded with computer chips to monitor students' movement to prevent them from skipping classes. Skipping classes or leaving the classroom without permission triggers an alarm. GPS tracks students' movements even beyond the school's grounds. Alarms will sound if a student falls asleep in class. <laughs> Parents can monitor purchases their child makes at the school and set spending limits via a mobile app. As students enter the school, the time and date is recorded along with a short video that parents can access via a mobile app. And facial recognition ensures that each uniform is worn by its rightful owner. How the what? Facial recognition. Yeah, so if you walked past a sensor that reads uh, this and checks the face. Gotcha. The two chips inserted into each uniform's shoulders can withstand up to 500 washes that's and 150 not degrees Celsius. An amazing amount of washes. That's a lot of washes. It would last for because you're expected to buy a new uniform every year if it's a private school. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Um, so this is scary. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay, you have kids, so I'm. I don't want to like discount myself here, but I'm more interested in your feedback. Okay, so as a parent, um, when they're still minors, um, I'm comfortable with myself having this information. Yeah. Their school should absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. Because you can't control who at their school can see this. That's right. That's the thing that worries me. I'm not a parent, but my thing is, like, I have no clue who has access to this and, oh, boy. Who they're boy, sharing it with. Uh, who they're sharing it with. Because it's not anonymous, obviously. Yeah. And I don't – I mean, that's a huge security thing to trust. Constant tracking yeah. on your kids is a very crazy security thing to trust. Wasn't it the New York Times just did something where they can track you through your Facebook or something? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just like anyone? Yeah, just so anyone. Like... So the thing is that... Hooray. Is this really any different from what already exists? Or Google account. I don't know. Um, I don't have to like it. I think the active face, facial recognition thing is different. Yeah, that's different. Detecting um, if you're asleep, that's different. So there's obviously some kind of like biometric monitoring going yeah, on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's some pretty next level stuff here. Um uh, and controlling spending. I know that's like in the parents' hands, that's great, but that's probably also controllable somewhere else. So someone yeah. could just like turn off their ability to buy food and water. Oh, we've got another good one. Uh, this was originally posted by Chaliana Sassel on the forum, and it's from futurism.com. Excuse me. A Walmart patent filed earlier this year describes a system capable of using audio data captured by sound sensors to determine a variety of performance metrics for employees. Basically, they patented listening to every sound in their stores. Um, so it can listen for noises made by shoppers. It can determine how long a lineup is uh, oh based on the goodness. distance between noises made by guests. Um, it can figure out the number of products purchased by register beeps, the number of bags used by crinkling sounds heard. <laughs> Um, also listens to interactions between employees and customers. Um, and so customers and customers. That's definitely going to happen. So you can figure out whether your greeter is actually greeting the guests. Uh, Walmart says, this patent is a concept that would help us gather metrics and improve the checkout process by listening to the sounds produced by the bags, carts, and cash registers, and not intended for any other use. But the patent also includes a, a uh, notification that the system could be altered in any number of ways, including to listen in on shopping activity throughout the store. Wow. 
Oh yeah, and Jack Black has a gaming channel on YouTube. How did this make it into the news? I don't know. All right, so thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. That Walmart thing is horrible. What's that? Super chats? Oh, right, super chats. Somebody apparently already got their shirts in Australia. Someone got their shirt in Australia? Wow, for all $60 they paid to ship it? I, know, I was going right? to say, they basically right? bought they like four or five shirts. So yeah, they paid for like four shirts. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow, dang. Okay, you guys are Oof. too dedicated, clearly. <laughs> yeah. um, Pup says, I build editing workstation. Choose the i9-7900X because of higher PCIe lanes. What's with the new stuff having 16 lanes on i9? Any drawbacks? Uh, it's just the mainstream platform versus the high-end platform. That's how they differentiate it these days. Number of PCI Express lanes and number of memory channels. Uh, frankly, they don't really affect performance much. You probably got worse performance for your dollar, but um, it's sort of too late, unfortunately. I might have... Nah. I don't even like these other ones. There's no blueberry. Someone else in chat can confirm got the shirts. Woo! I'm nice. assuming that's the Australia guy, but I don't actually know. You know who's shipping the shirts, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, I think I told you. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Patrick. Good it's old cool. Patrick. Love Patrick. Everything just keeps coming back. Um, <laughs> oh, Andrew. Is it Andrew Bishop that you're saying? Yeah, okay, cool. That's the two shirts. Um, please add Wan Show as a podcast to Spotify. I mean, nobody listened to it on for years. For years. I, I got a support request to the full plane email, please. It's a different company. But I got, I got a support, like, <laughs> like the guy who mainly monitors it okay. literally has no affiliation with Linus Tech Tips. I love you, Joe, but like, he doesn't work for Linus. I've Media never Group. met him. He's yes, never, you have, he you have but you didn't oh, realize like, it. Personally, I yeah. have, but I've yeah. never, since he started at Float Plane Media You've Inc. never like sat down and like. I have never talked to him. Yeah. So. Yeah, so like. They are actually separate. They're actually companies. different companies. Anyways, we got a support request asking. Uh, yeah. so someone was asking if if they could listen to the Wan Show, and I was like, "Yeah." So people still don't know. Okay. Like we've been doing this for years, but people have no idea. I don't know. It's just no one seems to care. Do you know what the? Do we know what the viewership is on SoundCloud? Like four people. Yeah. No. It's yeah? like it's like a few hundred people per episode. I love how that's like four for us. Yeah. yeah, well... But yeah, people don't know. I, I think part of it is no one uses Spotify anymore. Right. That's why they're kind of dying. Unless you're like... Or wait, no. Uh, sorry, everyone uses Spotify. No one uses SoundCloud anymore. Unless Spe you're a rapper. Unless you're a rapper. Speaking of uh, 400 people being SoundCloud nothing rapper. these days, we wow. did a stream earlier today that on top of the viewers on Twitch and Floatplane, of which there were some. Thank you for fixing that, by the way. Hooray. That was Yuki. Thank you, Yuki. Peaked at 63,000 viewers on YouTube. Live. Live viewers, absolutely destroyed. I've been saying it for a while. Every like, other record. YouTube is the future of streaming stuff. Oh yeah. Maybe not gaming. I don't know if they're gonna figure that out. But this but like, was me unboxing a gaming computer. Yeah. Like. To be fair, you clickbaited the crap out of it. I did not clickbait it. That was exactly as advertised, sir. Okay, I called it unboxing the god of gaming PCs. Yeah, okay, that's a bit of clickbait. It's yeah, a okay. Have you seen it? <laughs> no. It, it's a it's a badass PC. It's sure. a Digital Storm of Ventimex. Yeah. Does it like create other computers or I don't know how to They were surprised that you were able to pick it up by yourself. Oh, okay. Does the do well, the LEDs only turn on after it's 7 days? It's really heavy. It's no, like shockingly heavy. Oh, it weighs boy. as much as the mineral oil PC. What? <laughs> <laughs> like easily. Why? What's in it? A lot of water. Oh, so it is water cooled. It's okay. water cooled. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A lot of copper. Like it's just really, That's cool. really That's heavy. That's cool. That's cool. Um, 
do you mind doing me a favor and heading right. to the LTX site? We haven't done an LTX update. Doo-doo. Theoretically, there's a new blog update um, every week. LTXexpo.com. So we're going to find out if... Uh, we know it's redundant. Steph and Colton are doing their job. Uh, it's on updates. Updates. Uh, yep. I uh, don't think they did their... Wait, what? Wasn't this already up last time? Yeah. 21st. Yeah, that's last week. Dang it, you guys. Can you go... Sorry. This is the... Up- oh. Fired! It's Christmas, Linus! Fired! Wow. Wow. Fired. Wow. Wow. All right. Fine. Fired. There's no, there's no Anyways, LTX update this future week. future updates will be on LTXexpo.com. Yeah. Slash updates, but you, I mean, you can just go to the website. We're going to see you guys there. By the way, we would highly recommend that if you're thinking about going, book your flight now. We've gotten a lot of really good feedback from people that are like, yo, thank you for telling me the date so early. It was a third of the price of last time. Like, literally a third of the price. So it's way yeah. cheaper to book ahead of time. You don't think we're going to run out of tickets? Well, well, it's a big venue. Assume. You know what? It's going to be interesting. Because with the DreamHack element as well, there's sort of an X factor there. We actually don't know how many tickets are going to sell for this. All I'm saying is for people who might be scared to book tickets, to book flights before they have tickets. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not going to be like sold out in three minutes or anything like that. It's not like Yeah, and we're going to do multiple waves of tickets. So if you are coming, then get your flight, flight and hotel booked. Like, there's no real reason to not do it now. All right. Is that it? Someone in chat said plane tickets are not a third of the price. Maybe for some people. Whee! Maybe from some airports. And maybe you should maybe be using maybe on some airlines. Maybe you should be using PIA. Maybe you should be using Bam. PIA. Bam. You ever think of that? Maybe the <laughs> the airline you book through or the site you book through or whatever thinks you're affluent, so yeah. wants to make it more expensive. Yeah. So VPN to a less generally affluent area, and you might have more success. Jono asks if I want a skid of maple buffalo bacon. I'm going to go with no. Yes. That would be That would be a yes. Stream it. Yes, Jono. Stream it. Unbox a skid. Stream it. Unboxing a skid of 63,000 viewers. Uh, Should we return the Walmart PC for refund or have them send us a fixed version? I would return it for refund. Are you going to make another video? I don't know. If you want to make another video, then sure. Hmm. What was broken? Well, it's just like dumb. Like, I think they're just, like, fixing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll return it for refund then, because it's not going to be any different. It's still going to be dumb. Should I make another video about it? Yeah, we could probably make a second video. Walmart fixed We wouldn't be able to do it till like, mid to late January, though, at this point. We've got CES that coming up. I, I still think that'll calendar. be clickable. Why, why do I get these emails? Like, these kinds of emails are the ones that give me a headache for an entire weekend. At 5.48 on a Friday, Colton Potter sends me an email. Subject line, new channel? <laughs> Do we have plans of doing another one in 2019, or is that still up in the air? Thanks, Colton Potter. Why does he do these things to me? I don't want to think about that. Because if he like, doesn't say oh, it, it'll stress him out all weekend. I don't care about him so being stressed out all weekend. You out all weekend instead of him. How is that my problem? Why is it my problem? No, I don't want to do a new channel. Because your name's on the building. Yeah, he's gonna be like, he's gonna be like, <laughs> look how successful TechLinked is. We should just copy paste that. You know. It's not that simple. TechLink, it had a host already. It had a format already. All we had to do was like, like play connect the dots. It was paint by numbers. Give like, it a home. Give it a home, you know? We hire Steve. And even that was a nightmare. We that would be awesome. Gamers Command Center. Heck yeah. Gamers Command or Center. Gamers Hatchery or whatever the <laughs> <is. laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't get the commands or anything right away. That's wonderful. I like the Star Starcraft references. And that's the show. And we're losing we're losing viewers <laughs> at an incredible rate. Incredible rate. Okay. Speaking of speaking of things that are my problem. Uh, oh yes, right. If if you have questions or you're having problems or anything like that with the float plane migration, come check out my stream. I'll be streaming tonight. Twitch.tv slash Luke underscore. I'm imagining like the annual migratory movement of the float planes across the <laughs> continent now. <laughs> float plane migration. Oh my god, like when we're bigger and we like maybe have someone who can do that kind of stuff, that would have been really cool to like have a post and have like, make it look like a migration of float planes. That would have been awesome. But yeah, no, we're still really small. That's okay. Matter of time. Working on getting bigger. Matter of time, baby. Yeah. Uh, there's There's been some really good feedback. Also, if you have feedback or suggestions, you can come bug me about it too. But there's been some really good feedback. People, have, uh, I had at least one person say um, they're watching from India and it's working, but it's like not the greatest. Yeah, we don't have an edge super close to there. Um, and I've had a couple of people mention that recently. So we will be looking into getting something up a little bit closer to there. I mean, at this point, like, honestly, I'm down to kind of spin up as many edges as Just it takes. Get them all over the place. One thing that we're working on is yeah. um, one thing that I'm actually going to have a person that I'm not naming yet, who's sort of joining the team maybe-ish, working on is the automation of doing that. Cool. Okay. So they don't all have to be manually done. Um, we're going to be working with a different server provider to spin up some ones in areas that we don't currently have access to. And cool. we've already started working on that, but we want to automate it and stuff. So yeah, it's coming along. Um, I can imagine with our edge map right now that India's not doing the greatest. And there's a few other areas that I've heard that feedback from as well. So we are definitely going to work on it. All right. See you guys. Bye. <laughs> asking is an AMA possible in the future? Just in the chat. Oh, oh crap, I forgot to put the things. Ah, but it, that goes there. Ba -ba -da. Ba -ba -da. Stuff. Hooray. Stop dreaming.